Hey guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, the last session of our uh, open studio that we've been running all day today. And today, uh, the biscuiteer joining me is Dee. Hi, yeah, it has been a long day, especially for you. Oh, this is, it's not hard work for me though, this is what I enjoy, you do you know what I mean? You, it's yeah. the editing afterwards, but I love doing this for the town, so... Mm. Um, and joined with us is Crystal from Crystal's Cupcakes. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'm dying to get you on the show for a long time, but you're a busy bee. You know, you're constantly uh, working hard. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been dying to get you on the show because um, you've kind of followed me to Shrewsbury, which is really pleasant. <laughs> it's really nice. I love that because I lived in Dorley, just on the just oh, on, did you? yeah, I did. Uh, I lived in uh, just down the just on the hill from my way from town. Oh uh, right, yeah. Um, so I, I used to have this tradition of the two days where I was at home alone when my wife was working and I had my little boy. Yeah. Um, when he was little, we'd we'd, we'd walk up to Crystal's cupcakes <laughs> and we'd buy a cupcake, bring it back, and we'd sit and watch. I don't know CBBS. Or what I was watching yeah. and eat our cakes. Oh. And next thing I know, you're at the parade. <laughs> Lots of people have said that actually. Suddenly, or they've like working shoes being living in Telford and they're like, oh, we can still get the cakes. So I remember when you were moving in, it was all over social. She saw your trays coming in. Yeah. And then that's how I found out about you. And I think that's just before you even opened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a big thing. But even before Dolly, you were. Let's talk about where, where it began for you. Yeah. It was... it's, um, I think it's coming up to about 10 years now that I actually started cakes, which all just. Started by accident, really, just one wet, rainy day and baking at home when my children were young. And then um, yeah, it just sort of escalated. And then I took a, got like a retro cake van. Um, so it's really awkward in the beginning because you get so many friends and family asking you and you end mm. up just constantly making cakes for nothing. And it just comes, it gets so awkward that I thought, right, I've got to somehow like set up a Facebook page so that it's quite clear that, that there is a price because um, obviously I didn't have time to constantly be baking for nothing. So, um, yeah, just went from there. I got a retro cake van, um, which I did up pink and blue and um, tried to get a pitch everywhere I could. <laughs> Kept getting refused. And were you doing all your baking at the time from your yeah. from your home, from your kitchen? Well, it was like a little galley kitchen on the side of the house. So, oh, yeah, gosh. so all from there. And then I took um, got the cake van and then I took a little unit on, which was supposed to be just for the baking mm. For, to bake from um, to take the cakes to the because eventually I got a pitch at Telford Town Park after lots of hounding <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was really good So, but then obviously weather it was always weather permitting and stuff we could make hundreds of cakes turn off and it could be you know the heavens could open so mm. um, that's when then I decided to turn the t- miniature little unit into like a shop as well <laughs> um, it was the most random place ever on an industrial site in the middle of nowhere <laughs> um, next to like a car place and a recycling place and um, yeah, there was like literally people queuing up, women coming on their lunch break to sit by a big giant skip and have their, um, <laughs> have their cake. But yeah, it seemed to work. And um, but then it just outgrew that. And then a shop came up. At the time, I lived in Dolly as well, and um, the shop came up there, and yeah, just went for it. So. I think that's how I got introduced to you. My mom, Alison, uh, she said she knows you. She, she used to love your cake. She's like crystals. <laughs> and, and then when when you moved into Dolly, it was like, oh, she's just up the road from you. And that yeah. you're here. Because um, it was such a popular thing, I'm going to go get Crystal's cupcakes. That was, that was yeah. one of the, the sayings. Like, I'm going to go Crystal's get a cupcake. Um, so, when you, what made you come from Dorley to Telford to here? What, what? Um, I actually moved myself about nearly two years ago. Now I think it was. Um, so I moved to Shrewsbury. Um, there was also like the the lease was coming to the end on the Dorley shop. There was some new changes to the lease, and I did consider keeping the two going, um, but. Over the years, I've 
been there, done that with a bigger shop and having people sit in and all that. And it's great when it's working, but obviously you're reliant on staff, you're reliant on lots of other factors when lots you've got... Lots of turnover as well, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot more pressure. Um, so before I left Dorley, because I sort of had an idea that I may give the shop in due to the, the lease and lots of other things, um, I yeah I sort of started supplying to Greenfield Farm Shop because um, yeah. I, I felt so tied to, to Telford <laughs> because literally like the customers are absolutely amazing I mean even now they come up literally all the time to the shop in Shrewsbury so I sort of started the whole supply thing because I thought I really didn't want to let them down if I did you know move completely so that took off really well um, and then I supplied to a place in Bridge North as well Platform 10 and um, also supplied to in lockdown, I started supplying to Bradley's Butchers as well um, in Shrewsbury. So that all works. But um, So I was considering just doing the supply side of things because I've got children as well. I've got two older children. I've got an 18-month-old baby. It's a lot baby. of work, a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a baby on the way. And so I was just... I've, I've, I just wanted a really much healthier work-life balance because I'd been there doing like 20-hour days mm. and stuff. And so, yeah, I was going to go into just supplying and then this little unit come up in Shrewsbury. Um, I got approached about the unit in the parade and um yeah so it was literally just going to be takeout only and for me that's my dream now it's um like I say I've been there done that and it's lovely to have the sitting option but it's more work more stress um and I like I said I just want a, a healthier work-life balance so it's just taken off brilliantly yeah. so you said that you've been baking now for around about 10 years yeah so when obviously when you started baking cakes weren't as much as like um a thing as they are and now they're huge you yeah. see them all over social media yeah. people using all these hashtags with all their cakes and there's all like um like cakes donuts all those things they're all like all these things that are classes being really bad for you are yeah. so popular so when you started back then what was it that really kept your drive going I don't really know. I mean, to be honest, when um, I started baking, I was like the world's strictest mum. My children were young at the time. I actually preferred cooking over baking, which I I still actually do. I love cooking. Um, I used to do lots of youth work at the time, and then I got into teaching some cookery classes at college, Mm. and it was all to try and get people cooking from scratch and healthy meals. (laughs) So it's quite ironic that I ended up with a cake shop. Um, But yeah, my children, like my eldest, didn't even try chocolate until they were about three. I was so strict. But it was just, I think the baking side is just like, I say it's become a hobby and then it just escalated from there. Um, it's a science though, isn't it, baking? Yeah, I mean, it my, is, my, yeah. my dad and my, my stepmom over in Ireland, they've been baking for decades. Yeah. And, you know, if a batch goes wrong... <sighs> yeah. Oh, it makes you so angry, doesn't it, when something goes wrong? Yeah, because yeah. you're a baker. Yeah. I'm a baker, yeah. I'm massively into baking. Um, it's like when I get really, really stressed now, I bake to calm myself down. Yeah, and I get some yeah. people to turn around and be going, oh, yeah, I don't make cakes anymore because it's too stressful. And I'm like, I do it to de-stress. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I'm one of these people that I watch Bake Off like lads watch football. <laughs> yeah. And they were like sunk in the middle. I was like, oh, my God, you put too much raisin agency in it. It's sunk <laughs> in the middle. And I'd be like, going crazy, getting really angry oh. at it. And I'd be like, oh, what's she using? I was like, oh, is that a Genoese? Or it'd be more structured than that. <laughs> and everyone would be listening to me going like, what is she going on about? But you would understand where I'm coming from yeah, with like different things. Yeah. And that's why I said to you, it was like when you started, it wasn't so, it wasn't so much of like, a, a fad's a horrible word because it's not a fad, it's something to stay, I personally feel. Um, but it wasn't like so much a hype that is going no, on now. No, you were in before not. the hype. Yeah, but when I, when I first opened the shop in Dorley, there was like, I remember like people coming to my shop and being showed around who were like thinking of open dessert shops mm. and stuff. Don't know which ones they went on to open, but 
um, yeah, there was like none of the little dessert shops about and stuff. And so it really literally, I think for about the first 18 months, I can honestly say there was like a queue down the street every day yeah. before I even opened. And I, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> I would be there at like <laughs> three in the morning baking. It was just, I just, it was relentless. I literally couldn't get out of the kitchen. It was just absolutely so what crazy. what kind of things is it that you're baking at the moment like is it many cupcakes do you do specialist cakes for events weddings birthdays um, i did get drawn into that when i originally started when i was doing it all from home i had friends asking me to do fondant covered cakes and i, I oh, did I get yeah. oh god I, I got into that sugar paste yeah fondant yeah. no yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah so i got into all that um but then they're just so time consuming and people will never understand the hours that go into and it they don't taste the same no it's quite sickly isn't it yeah, yeah. so that's I, I gave in the fondant a long time ago i did get into the drip cakes but again now the amount of cakes we're having to do for the supply side mm. of things and for the shop i've just decided to take a step back from those as well because it's all extra stress it's like things booked in the diary and you know, you've got to make the cake for that day. Do you do so. a lot of tray bakes as well, like brownies? Yeah, anything, those yeah. have took off really well. I mean, they've always been popular, but we've yeah, we do a hell of a lot of tray bakes now as well. So just try and keep you know keep the variation there, so keep yeah. things a bit more exciting. So, so what is it about Crystal's cupcakes that make? That causes the cues. What is it? That, what's um, the, the... <laughs> well, actually, one of the older tenants from the parade wondered whether I was putting cannabis in them. <laughs> I said he'd never send people queue up for cakes, but I can guarantee there's no cannabis. Um, I do have my own secret recipe because exactly like you were saying, mm. there is a science term. And when I started baking from home, it was always I could do the big cakes and the cupcakes would never turn out right. Mm. So I literally played around and played around and did all this research into like the science of baking. And I found a completely different way of doing a cake and I mixed it. That wasn't quite right, so I mixed it with another way mm-hmm. so it's like a completely my own unique recipe yeah. nice. um i do i was such a control freak over it all for years so it's only recently i've actually got helpers um even they don't know the full recipe because i bag up the dry mix so yeah. they'll never know my full recipe um and that's a great thing though isn't yeah. it it's like, it's like the new it's like the cake version of kfc <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. Like, what's the secret recipe yeah yeah, yeah. so well, it's we... not like it's i'm not saying they're the best cakes in the world but to, to me like i think cupcakes do get a bad press for because they're a small cake they can dry out very quickly yes. so with my recipe it keeps them moisture for longer and it's just mm. yeah it's just it's like I always think of you as like the the Shrewsbury version of Finch Bakery. Have you ever heard of Finch? Yeah, yeah, I follow them. Yeah, yeah, yeah with all their cute, yeah. they're moving now, aren't they? As well yeah. to their premises. But I always think like when I see them, I always think, oh, you're like the Shrewsbury version yeah. of them. Yeah, they've yeah. come on massively because I remember watching them in the beginning. Well, they put their story up recently, yeah, haven't they? Everything yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah. So. But yeah. they they're a bit like that. Like they do like um, theirs is a obviously you've all got your own niches yeah. and the things that make you you. Like they do a lot of like jar cakes and yeah, cakes and like yeah. um, they're ones where they basically put their left over cake mix in a thing and they put their icing on it and yeah. you can buy like that, like that. Yeah. Um, but I always think of you as in like in that sense like when you first moved in I was like I wonder if it's going to be like that and it has yeah. like you say with all the cues and everything like yeah. that yeah I was a bit worried when I first took it on it was this time of year which we always sort of go a little bit quieter I think with Christmas coming up and stuff oh, yeah. but um, yeah the first like the first day was really busy and then it, we did have like a few really quiet weeks and I was like oh what have I done because obviously Dolly was so successful we didn't have a quiet day in like the five years I was in the, the Dolly shop um, but then over time, it's just really picked up. And every week, I, it just gets busier and busier. And Saturdays are just manic. <laughs> are you taking yeah. Christmas cake orders? Yeah, well, to be honest, I haven't been organised organize enough yet to um, to promote that. But yeah, we will be taking orders for Christmas as well. Oh, so that's going to so. be a big There's one. something amazing that's happened with the parade, though, recently. It's just mm. it's just sprung into life. Yeah. It really yeah. has over the last few weeks. Um, like Because we've been here for... God, it's got to be a year soon. It's got to be a year soon. And, and you know, from my time here, I've just seen it completely change. And 
even up, upstairs, downstairs, there's just people everywhere, yeah, you know, and it's nice to see. It's such a lovely building, it's such a lovely community here as well with all the other shop owners and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, and you're in a fab location as well. Yeah. Brilliant yeah. spot. Um, and you know, there's something in Shrewsbury. I mean, you've got um, you've got you've got Duncan at Planet Donuts. You got you. Yeah. Um, you got you got people doing their own like dough and oil, doing their own little things. Yeah. There's something. My daughter actually works there. <laughs> My eldest daughter, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, she loves it there. Yeah, it's just, there's just something really special about how we create. It's a foodie town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and you definitely move to the right place to take advantage of that because yeah. people come here all because I always thought that Ludlow was a foodie place yeah. and over time it's come Shrewsbury's more kind of like those independent food places they've all come here I think it's because the council's kind of opened up a little bit especially places like this have been like come here come closer yeah. to us no it's lovely that's why I love living in Shrewsbury just the food it's amazing and did I see a story about you um, giving uh, cakes and things to nurses and things during the lockdown yeah well it wasn't me personally it wasn't out of mind when you obviously it was during no. lockdown but basically um, I, I started it off because I got asked for like a big really large donation and the the nhs were saying you know we we're prepared to pay i obviously would have given them a discount and everything but they were i then thought well the more we can raise the more we can sort of reach so mm. i just put it out there thinking you know 200 pound would help towards it but then it literally just escalated so i think it was like 1800 pound in the end wow. so i did the cakes at a much reduced price as i would normally sell them so we managed to get like a hell of a lot of cakes we just we, we tried originally it was just going to be for NHS workers and then obviously um, we just tried to just roll it out to everywhere so there was the army the police anybody that we felt was under more pressure than usual care homes mental health workers so it was just lovely to see them all sort of receive something that means them. an awful lot yeah it means an awful lot to people that are, that are you know the backs against the walls and then you get this beautiful cake yeah. <laughs> yeah it was lovely as well in the end because it did obviously take off so well with the donations that we were able to like to spread it out to people that would usually get forgotten about so there was like community hate community nurses that they said obviously a lot of the times people just think of the hospital so it's lovely because they all got a little you know every sector we tried to cover it cover it all really so mm. yeah it's, it's a it's a trying time uh lockdown how have things been for you during the pandemic has it been one of those things because people at home and you know a cupcake or something nice to take home and take back to your little bubble yeah. um has that been all right for you or yeah to be honest, i've never worked so hard during <laughs> lockdown to be honest it was absolutely crazy because I took on Braddy's approach to me about supplying them and I just thought, oh, it's on the way to Greenfield, yeah, because I was still doing Greenfields because it was a farm shop and obviously they were open to the public. So um, I, I carried on with that and then um, Braddy's asked me and it just, oh my God, it just went crazy. So I was probably doing like three times the amount of cakes we do in a week for everywhere now, all on my own. So it was, yeah, a lot of sleepless nights. How, how many people do you have working in your bakery just now. just one one who does two days a week and one who does eight hours so it's literally oh, so a, it's yeah, you at the still. yeah i have got one worker who's on long-term sick at the moment so hopefully when she returns we mm. can sort of ex- extend the menu a bit more but yeah everybody seems to think that i've got this big army well yeah you would look oh, yeah. it but you do <laughs> no no it's, uh, you must have a serious passion about it then. i mean yeah, yeah. and drive yeah, yeah. Be- because um your 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 products never look uh not flawless oh, everything you. That you do, it all looks pretty and nice and see that that shows that you've got love and passion for what yeah. you do well in the beginning i was so ocd if the icing wasn't quite right they'd literally end up in the bin so i've had to relax a little bit obviously some you know the icing isn't quite perfect or this yeah but i, I just had to let it go <laughs> what's, what's your favorite thing you do what's your go-to 
See, I'm not actually a cake person. <laughs> my favourite thing, like the, um, this week we've done some old-fashioned bread pudding, and that is my favourite oh, cake. Oh, yeah. Like that and simple thing like a chocolate cornflake cake is probably my mm. favourite. Um, I do like like the Rolo cakes and red velvet. But, um, I think red velvet, red you velvet. can't go wrong yeah. with red velvet. Yeah, we've had velvet. Here's something very interesting that a lot of people don't believe me on. Traditional red velvet actually contained beetroot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I turn to people and they go, no, that's yeah. disgusting, not eating a cake with beetroot. And I was like, well, you eat carrot cake and yeah, you love yeah. that. I love carrot cake. Mm. Yeah, see, exactly. everyone loves carrot cake. Yeah, that's. I was going to say, that's one of my other favourites. But I, I've done other weird combinations like Marmite flavour and stuff before. Oh, yeah. And the Marmite and the ice and just taste of caramel, like a salted caramel. Yeah. Because of the salt and obviously with the sugar. Mm. Um, so yeah, and I've done tomato soup ones before. Um, those weren't as popular, but they did sell and they, they didn't taste a tomato soup. Um, I've done yeah, sweet potato and pecan. I do them quite oh, a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you ever had any sort of um, happy mistakes? Things that you've you've done in the in the kitchen that you've just gone, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to think now. Sometimes just um, layering things up with a tray bake. Sometimes, mm. um, sometimes we just think, "Oh, I'll put a bit of that and I'll put a bit of that," and layer them up, and then they're really well. They go really well. So, um, and what's the biggest sort of selling flavor that you sell? There isn't so much anymore. When I, I remember when I started in Dorley, um, well, even before that, when I was doing it from the town part, the um, there'd always be like you know about five different flavors that I'd have to do every day, which would be like the classic lemon meringue, cherry baker, and mm. then like um kinder bueno was always popular ones like that and then it literally escalated and so every day somebody go oh have you got the salted caramel so we'd end up starting doing them every day and then yeah it just literally escalated like so now (laughs) there's so many different flavors there's probably about 12 that we do every day because they are really popular and then there's we just try and change the other flavors up daily so so these are all flavors that you've chosen yourself you've tested them yourself do you ever get people because obviously you still take orders of people do you get people that show and go i just want a normal birthday cake just vanilla and all stuff like this and you're like listening to it you're like that's going to be horrible you know that's got to come out of your kitchen and you've got to present it to their family and friends and they're going to eat it and they're going to be like oh you know what this isn't very nice it's so sicky but it's what they've ordered do you ever try and tweet encourage people yeah, to be a bit been, more different on it yeah it, it, we haven't had so many strange I ask because weeks. that's what happens to me all the time <laughs> and I'm like oh I've got to give you that cake it's not going to be good that was more so a case when I used to do the decorated fondant cakes and people would be asking for this and that and you just knew it wouldn't look right mm. um, so you try and persuade them a little bit but obviously you had to go ultimate roof what they wanted yeah um with the cakes only sometimes i'll come in and want things like chocolate fudge cake with lemon curd in and i'm a bit like oh you sure yeah um but yeah not not so often and, and to be honest flavors like vanilla are actually really popular we have some people who just come in out of all the fancy flavors and just want one, plain vanilla yeah. and so. do you do anything with like zoom food or anything that would no I've, I've considered it and considered it um and i during lockdown especially but I think, obviously, I've got another baby on the way. Um, at the moment, I like my t- team small. I like it quite simple. And um, I, I'm thinking in the future, especially once my other baker's back and we're back to a full team, um, I think next year I may look into that. But at the moment, like I say, I just... It's just having that work-life balance. It's more so to manage. Outstretch yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah she says it. that. So this time next year she's going to have a warehouse just on the outskirts of town <laughs> where they all get baked. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. She's got a staff of 40. <laughs> oh, no. It's, more, it's actually, like, yeah, a headache for me, so. We've got we've got half-term coming up. Uh, do you guys do anything special for half-term or do you just, do you just enjoy the increase? In, in... Yeah, we've obviously we're, we've got the bubble waffles going and the milkshakes and stuff. Um Again, I've not been so organised for Halloween and stuff. We will try and do some Halloween things this week. Um, but yeah, it'll just be sort of business as usual, really, with, um, like I say, bubble waffles we do every day. We've got 
the smooth milkshakes, luxury milkshakes. So those are always more popular in join I can't believe how you fit everything in. Because yeah. it's not just what people see there. It's also you're baking for yeah. near enough that day and the following day yeah. and then time yeah. to do prep work and yeah. and all the washing up. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I used yeah. to hate that part. And this is the thing people don't see about bakers. I mean, my dad... Um, and my, my stepmom in Ireland, they would be like, yeah, we've got to go do prep work at four o'clock in the morning, yeah. you know, uh, and they'd, they'd be gone until they come, you know, it's just ridiculous the yeah. amount of work that my, goes My favourite, this sounds ridiculous, my favourite work of prep work is like if I was doing a wedding cake and I sit down at the kitchen table and I'm just sitting there for hours making sugar flowers. Yeah, yeah. That's the only part I like the rest yeah. of it. I'd be like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And I think people think, oh, because you do it on a bigger scale, it's, you know, super tidy and it's all, you know, you're just super quick at it like a machine mm. and it's like it's not always like that it is tight very yeah. long hours it is you get the a pounding lot of feet up. a lot of yeah. brain, mm. brain, yeah. brain power yeah definitely so. well look I'm going to leave this quite short because obviously it's uh, we're going to get kicked out the parade <laughs> yeah. in a second it's uh, 10 to <laughs> But um, I'd love to invite you to come on properly again and, and talk. And, and yeah. if you ever want to come on and, and, and throw us any promotions or you want us to help you with anything, oh, just, just come, you, come yeah. down. Yeah. Um, how can people sort of support you, sort of social media, things like that, obviously? Um, just, I think that's a big thing, actually. I think when I started, um, my followers and stuff, it was so easy to pick followers up on Facebook. You do a competition, you get a big mm. following and stuff. Mm. But Facebook, obviously, over the years has changed, especially, I've noticed, in the last couple of years. So when you post, you used to reach, like, thousands of people, like, for instance, I've got nearly, I don't know, I think it's nearly 19,000 followers on Facebook alone. And with that, you can post something now and it'll say like 1,000 people saw this post. So yeah. it's like Facebook's, because they're trying to get you to pay for mm, pay yeah. for advertising yeah. all the time. So so that's a major thing. So every little like we really support, every share yes. is a massive help. Um, because obviously, you know, especially during the winter as well, you know, unless people see it on social media and they're not wandering around, um, that is such a massive help to just share. Do you have a certain time of year, so I'm going to put, ask one more question, do you have a certain time of year where you're more busy than others? Because I can't work out whether it be summer or winter. Yeah, probably the summer I'd say. I think people just out and about more. Um, winter, like I say, October, we sometimes have a quieter month, but this month has been okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there is huge, and then Christmas, it sort of picks up, obviously it goes a bit crazy just before Christmas. January and February, I used to always close the dolly shop for two weeks, and then when we opened, it was always crazy busy. So I don't know what it's going to be like this year. It's uh, obviously lots of things have changed. I think it's going to be year. heaving. Everyone's been locked away, and they're all going to want to come out, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Crystal, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for dropping oh, in just you. before you, you get out of here. But um, <laughs> uh, guys, uh, this is a short one, but we're, tight, we're constrained on time. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, give our, uh, our, our website a follow, which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Uh, this has been uh, recorded at the parade, the shopping centre, the parade shops uh, just behind St. Mary's. Make sure you pop in and get a Crystal's cupcake. Uh, <laughs> you can't miss it. As soon as you come through the door, you can't miss it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.